0: Hanno, this week even though there's a houston series and a san francisco series before that they it all it all is one big very 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 do or die road trip for the mariners and at this point they're three and one and and i mean don't be confused when i say everything is connected just because we're playing teams with an orange palette uh, we're playing two really good teams, and, of course, everybody's familiar with the Houston Astros and, you know, what beating them means. But let's take it back to Monday. Uh, Mariners have a really, really good uh, back-and-forth uh, game that they actually took care of business late, late, late. And But, I mean, late in the ninth inning, going into the ninth inning, tied. And, you know, that's kind of not been been our thing this year. In uh, the two years past, it's what the Mariners thrived on, you know, the fun differential or the run differential, you know, coming from behind, one-run games, that's what they lived on. This year, as we know, it hasn't been our thing. So this was really, like, I think the type of win you want to have to set your uh, road trip off right versus just pounding the crap out of somebody.
1: Yeah, it, it sure was um, You know, we talked about it the last time we were on of San Francisco having to get back home to play this game Getting into town really late after a late night game on the East Coast. So San Francisco was tired going into it and uh, the Mariners in um, Played a really good game Wu pitched really well He's been awesome and uh, he kept him in the game kept him off balance was able to keep the game in reach for the Mariners. Uh, They were able to, like you said, um, add on in the ninth inning, something that was very reflective of their teams last year. And uh, they were able to hold on there in the ninth. Yeah, really good start after a really tough series that started out crummy against Tampa Bay. And then, you know, two big wins. And wouldn't you know, they're starting a little streak with three in a row there.
0: Yeah, and uh, speaking of Brian Wu, a really cool story I I saw and heard on the post game, and then I saw on the on the social medias, Brian Wu, who grew up a Giants fan, and gosh, I mean this is a guy who's seen three championships growing up. When I think about when you think about it, but his grandfather, who is ninety three years old, has never seen him pitch professionally because he's older and it's hard for him to travel. Uh, got to see him, uh, you know, pitch this pitch. You know, he w- he pitched an amazing game, you know, in his home park. Uh, if you go on to Instagram uh, and look on the Mariners Instagram uh, or check ours out, uh, it, there's a really nice photo of him hugging his grandfather down on the field. And and his grandfather. Oh, what's that? Is that the bullpen calling me up right now? Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, But there's a really good – there's just a really good photo. I thought it was pretty awesome. And, yeah, the Mariners playing add-on and, you know, the back and forth. I mean, they they had a lot of chances earlier in that game. San Francisco just played good defense throughout the series. You're getting into that ninth inning and you're like, oh, man. And then they put four on the board against an all-star reliever. And the Mariners put four on him, man. I mean, just what, what a great feeling. And you, you beat a game that Logan Webb starts, who's, you
1: know, a, another, you know.
0: Yeah, he got his 11 strikeouts in that game. He only got two runs, but, you, you know, you, you you got to him enough.
1: Yeah. I mean, Chaos Ball started that inning. Caballero was on first, first pitch. He steals second, gets over to third again on a nice uh, piece of base running. And then, you know, that kind of crazy play that, was hit a chopper of the first baseman. He double clutches. Caballero doesn't go. He kind of freezes. They make the throw to third. And Caballero slides in safely. I mean, he was creating chaos and kind of yes. you know, gave the team a bunch of momentum. And uh that got the M's going. And lo and behold, they put four up and they needed all four um to hold on to that six five victory.
0: Yeah, I mean is just one of these guys finds a way to affect the game positively in some fashion every time he's out there.
1: Yeah, he definitely was, uh, the spark plug. Like I said, I mean, stealing on that first pitch and then all the other chaos he created. Um, it was really nice to see smart base running and, um, you know, the Mariners played a clean game and had some hits, key hits late. And, uh, that's a recipe for success, good pitching, solid uh, defense, and some good base running and some timely hitting. That's what we need to see, and we're starting to see a little bit more of that here.
0: Yeah. And then the obviously the next game was Fourth of July. I mean, this again, back to back years that they've just had a great Fourth of July wins. I mean, this one is awesome. you, got, you know you got you got Mike Ford. It's his birthday. Um, you know, if you don't know Mike Ford's story, he was on like 45 teams last year. I think he only spent uh, 25 days not in a hotel. Uh, the last um, two July 3rds, he was uh, DFA'd by other teams. Maybe even the Mariners. I don't know. He was DFA'd by teams on July 3rd. What does that have to, What does that mean? Well, it was the day before 4th of July. No, it was his birthday. Born on the 4th of July. You know, gets four hits, including a bomb. You know, he was only, what, a triple away from the cycle. And uh, for a second there on that last double, I thought he was just going to go for it.
1: I'm glad he didn't. But, yeah, um, he was definitely the story offensively. Uh, great game by him. A guy that hasn't got much playing time, A.J. Pollock, you know, got a bat, put one in the left field, left field fence. But really the whole story of the game was Logan Gilbert. Uh really low pitch count in this game, was able to go a full nine innings. Um, that last pitch to end the game, he struck out the batter with a high fastball inside at the top quarter in the zone, and he just let her rip. Big 97, and he was pumped. Really good to see. Really exciting for him. Um, and the Mariners, um, his teammates, were certainly excited as well. Big win. I mean that was a fourth win in a row that happen- hadn't happened back since May against Oakland so we've got ourselves a little streak here.
0: Yeah and you know there's other little things Crawford who's been been hot on this trip you know collects a couple of hits uh, you have Julio putting uh you know a multi-hit game together um and you know as far as the rest of the lineup it wasn't one of these games where there, anybody was really hurting you. I think the only two people that didn't get hits in this game were uh, Colton Wong and, uh, but he also scored once. And then you had Kelnick, who who had a tough day, but he also got an RBI. So there was nobody in the lineup right here that didn't do anything positively. You got even you had AJ Pollock, you know, in there gets a couple hits. And the thing about the uh, nine innings, let's not forget how much the bullpen was used. All this last week and going back into they've been used quite a bit. So for this this these you know for this complete game shutout by Logan is huge. And like I said, we're talking about this series still because it's carrying into what happened into Game One here in Houston. Um, you know, unfortunately, the Mariners could not get the sweep. Uh, they just absolutely could not do anything at the plate. Uh, also, the Mariners had Tom Tommy Malone. Uh, what's kind of frustrating about this game was they had a couple of innings where they had leadoff doubles. This was a low-scoring game. The Mariners get seven hits. The Giants get eight hits, but they get two runs, and you don't get any. And unfortunately, like you know, Tommy Malone doing a spot start because of uh, Bryce Miller's uh, you know blister in in the spot in his finger, which I think is a smart smart thing. Just rest that until after the break. Uh, But Tommy Malone comes up, does his job. I mean, you you could have just had anybody go out there like Mike Ford and give up, you know, 15 runs the way the Mariners were swinging the bat that game. Uh, It just – it wouldn't have mattered.
1: Yeah. I mean, tough luck from Tommy. Pitched really good. Uh, One batted ball went off the third base, you know, bounced into the outfield. That gave him, you know, a run or or into scoring position. And then, you know. We've talked about it so much, you know, uh, got to play clean baseball. Um, high fly ball hits center field and Julio misplays it. Uh, definitely a ball he should have caught. Run scores and, you know, it's 2 nothing. Bats weren't there with runners in scoring position. When they don't play clean, um, they have trouble. And it was like, uh-oh, here we go again. But it seems to be just a little blip, um, but it was nice for them to win the series. Unfortunately for Tommy Malone, um, that's the life of a big leaguer. He gets uh, designated for assignment after his spot start, pitched really well. But yeah, um, a game that they very well could have won. So that was disappointing. But in all in all, it was a series win. So you got to take the positives there.
0: Yeah, lots of positives in this series. If you yeah, just, they just hit said, hey, we're going to, well.
1: yeah, and, and,
0: and hard, you know, you, he... You have that, and the big stories in this series again. Logan with the complete game shut out on Fourth of July, and you know, a year after Mike Ford turns 30 and gets DFA'd the day before he turns 30. Did you imagine that last year? Mike Ford was 29. He's 29 years old. He gets DFA'd for the billionth time, <laughs> the day before his birthday, and the day he tur- a year and a day later, you go four for four. Uh, with 31 jacks against the team. Honestly, this was the team that DFA'd him, so amazing, just amazing story. Mariners win two out of three. Uh, After this break, we'll get into what just happened here in Game 1 in Houston right after this.